something well it happens actually when i did beth stellings i forgot to hit record on both of them oh so like God. seven minutes in, i was like why aren't the things moving and oh, then no. it's because i'm a dumb bitch actually no no this is it's a lot to remember it's because we're not present we are not in we are not enough. here no you were just very present kara kara is a fantastic stand-up comedian we were both on the show dating no filter on That's e right, baby. maybe a third season's coming i'm hoping right? come on post covid i know go. i was thinking it must be expensive in covid times right but like come on i mean it's i think it's i don't know all the costs that go into making a show but i know some of them and i feel that ours was was pretty affordable dude at least on the talent <laughs> on end, our end it was quite, we are available affordable. We are, affordable. yes you'd be surprised <laughs> i mean when you film a season in four and a half days right i'm flexible yeah I'm exactly. flexible. <laughs> Um, but I'm, I will say people say like they've watched it on a plane, mm-hmm. they've watched it overseas, mm-hmm. they'll be in a hotel room late at night and it's just like on. Yeah. So at least it's like, I'm sure you still get people going, being like, you're my favorite on dating a filter. Yeah. Like a, an occasional like message, like uh-huh. from just sort of like a, usually it's kind of like a long-term monogamous lesbian couple that oh. has cable and like has kind of gotten to that financial level <laughs> and they're like, thank you for the representation. <laughs> Like it is a privilege to have E to have access to E. <laughs> I think it is. It, it you know I'm not even like being facetious like truly. But now it's like on Hulu, so like people can watch. But before that, you know, what did you do? How did I, you get your fucking? I didn't watch it before it was on Hulu. <laughs> I, know, I, know. <laughs> I was like, hope it's good. <laughs> I know. I, got, I mean, we'll find out. Um, but you were just at you're in Groundlings, which mm-hmm. is a very competitive comedy school right. but specifically sketch <laughs> yeah and characters yeah, yeah very charactery so yeah it's hard it's hardcore but mm. the mask is off it's just me and you now Zach. yay <laughs> yay i just do a full, i just do this all in like a really irritating character the whole time you're like okay please. well i'd fail you if i were the teacher um no that's great mm. um but yeah sex podcast so any okay. opening thoughts on sex do you like it I love sex. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that, um, I think it took me like a long time to kind of get there because of my own kind of like personal history with it and like kind of coming to this big come to Jesus moment and realizing that I was gay because like I, up to that, before that, I convinced myself I was like, I think I'm just like, not a sexual person. Like yeah. it's kind of weird. Like I'm really intense in all these other ways, but like, yeah, I think I just really don't prioritize. It's like, oh no, you were actually just gay. You're very gay. Like it wasn't <laughs> like I tried to blame every other thing. I was like switching antidepressants. I was like, oh, wow. oh maybe it's the person that I'm with. It's the, the you know, and then primarily yeah. dating men. Um, one thousand percent dating. Into, uh, wait, <laughs> until until yeah. until how old? Until I was twenty five. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I so next year. That's right. Yeah, it's <laughs> I crazy really did think I'm you were like teen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's crazy. It's like a future of time traveler's right, wife situation. Right. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that you were. Are we using the word closeted, or did you even know? No, I didn't know. So no, you were but I was closeted. fully married. You have to remember that to a man. I was literally like, I don't think arguably I, knew a child I don't think bride. I knew this. Wait, oh my god, this is so. I know. Okay, let's go back okay. to. <laughs> let's go back 
back to the very beginning. And I'm glad you didn't know that because you're genuinely like... It's such a good... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what was your... Like, what did you know of sex when you were younger? Like a child? Mm-hmm. Like, what was the vibe of sex? Not talked about. Okay. Not, like, very shame-based. Like, I was raised Catholic. We Same. didn't talk about sex. There was no discussion of it. Sex education or anything? No. Yeah. I, I, rem- I mean, I... I think my mom like kept me home from school on the day that they even talked about periods. Like I didn't even know I got my period and then didn't tell my mom for almost six months and like figured out how to use everything on my own. And then yes, yeah, because you didn't was, feel comfortable talking about it, right? Because it was just so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I I remember here. Okay, this is a perfect encapsulation of how sex was in in like talked about in my home when I was ha- started having sex for the first time. I was like senior in high school me and my high school boyfriend and you know and we were like we were like fucking all the time and all these different you know and I was like okay yeah but it was all very secretive and then one day and I thought I was getting away with it and then one day my mom brought me to Chili's to obviously to have me get my put my guard down and (laughs) get whatever you want I got the loaded baked potato I got the chips and the artichoke everything everything and then like halfway through the meal she said Kara, are you and Robert having intercourse? And then I immediately burst out crying. No. Yeah, I burst out crying and then immediately denied it and just said, no, like, I can't believe you think I'm a slut. Like, did it, like tried to cover it up. And then that was it. And then we, we never talked about it again. The unspoken thing was that sex was like, bad out of marriage or something we it was so not even mentioned that it wasn't even like i don't even know know. i remember her telling me when i was in like third grade like you can't have a boyfriend until you're and it's like i'm in third i don't want to have a boyfriend yeah but it was always just this it was something drenched in shame enough that i knew to not talk about it and i knew that i had to lie about it wow yeah wow yeah and like got birth control like i figured it out like i went to planned parenthood at like the suburb where my high school was and mm-hmm. like just started getting birth control and like just had it all just kept it under wraps like very sneaky about it wow mm-hmm. and you were having sex all the time with your high school boyfriend right and you were enjoying it i was weirdly yeah okay like, that was like <laughs> i was like okay go off robert like it was literally <laughs> but uh, it was like the perfect relationship for me like we literally just like i would pick him up after school like i would have water polo practice i'm sorry this gets really dark i would have water polo practice it. i'd pick him up from his all boys Catholic school, Hot. pick him I up. Mean, and then we would go to either his mom's house or his dad's house, depending on like the work schedule. Uh-huh. We would have sex and then we would get Chipotle and I would go home. <gasps> that sounds like a dream relationship it now. It, <laughs> I'm not picking them up from school, but like right. picking them up from but it was. work. Yeah. And like, that was it. Fuck and like, we were just like Chipotle. horny and like, yeah. And we were just like, I mean, I think the horniness of being like 16 or 17 overcame even like sexuality. The, right. But I had no clue at all. Did So did you know any gay people when you were younger? I don't really. Where'd you think grow up? So I grew up in like a suburb of Chicago. Okay. I mean, there definitely were gay people. Sure. But it was the only like mention or, you know, my understanding of it was kind of slurs being tossed around very casually in my house and at my school. And it was like, there was maybe one or two kids that were out and they were bullied viciously. Yeah. And so it was subconscious. Like I didn't, I wasn't consciously thinking I'm hiding this, but I think, you know, you figure that out. Oh, don't want to be that person. I don't want to be the person who's totally just treated horribly. And were you a mean girl? 
No. You weren't? No. Okay, good. I was kind of like a... (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. I feel like I was like a... I was like a cocky, like kind of awkward nerd but i was really good at sports yeah i was gonna say you said water polo or whatever <laughs> like super like, sporty specific yeah like super sporty and like kind of just like floated around and was friends with a lot of people but like was desperate to be accepted by like the mean popular girls who i was never gonna be and, accepted by you know and you were you ever attracted <laughs> Two girls? Well, now when I think of it in retrospect, yeah. I can think of my first crush being a girl who was like a junior on the volleyball team when I was a freshman. Uh-huh. And I also remember another girl that was like a senior when I was a freshman and she was on the basketball team. Uh-huh. So it was like captains of teams, of the varsity teams that I was on who were just like really hot. But yeah, one of them for sure, this girl Kim Ray, uh-huh. who was like the volleyball oh, full captain. Name, full, oh, I full government name. I mean, I hope she <laughs> messages. I don't know where, what's up Kim? I don't know what you've been up to. No, I don't care at all. Um, but no, I was, um, I was totally enamored by her and thought that she was like so beautiful and wonderful and cool because she also was yeah you know but yeah so i would like do anything like like anything for her but had no concept that i had a crush well and before we get like quote-unquote horny like we are just like admiring yeah you know what i mean like oh do i want to be like them or do i want to be you know yeah and thinking about like how intense like friendships are like especially like all girls catholic school you're just practicing together you were at all girls mm-hmm. and he was at all boys mm-hmm. okay isn't that <laughs> okay i mean this is it's like hack writing it's actually it's it's actually so embarrassing <laughs> no it's true like me just like quietly being a tomboy butch like for just years on end and like everyone knowing but no one telling me i'm like was any, all my friends i'm like was anyone gonna tell me like when i told you i got engaged to a guy like did you feel like you wanted to maybe and so wait but they just accepted me at well that's nice but midwestern girls are butch like every girl in the midwest is like kind of dikey and like <laughs> so it doesn't really like it doesn't even clock like you know sure. what I mean? you're like oh yeah she's just uh but aren't you from the midwest like yeah, think about Missouri. like midwest think about like a st louis mom like yeah. a st louis oh, soccer mom for sure and especially compared to like southern california yes. moms yes no are, these like, are like, like cleavage and tan and like not what, all no. of the when i'm when you ask me do i know any gay people i'm thinking of like all of my friends moms in elementary school how so many of them were like super butch yeah but my they mom were straight short short haircut. short short hair like you t- not much like makeup as yes yep they don't that's Function. not what they're prioritizing they take care of their family fuck yeah right they ignore their kids menstrual cycle yes they we don't talk about we that don't talk about You're that disgusting i'll make you mac and cheese <laughs> but you keep that pussy stuff to yeah, yourself exactly <laughs> So wow. that's why I think it didn't stand out. It was like, yeah, you're like, yeah. it was like an asset. Like, well, all right, she might be kind of like a boy, but you know, she's good at sports. Like yeah. it didn't like, yeah. she has childbearing hips yeah. or whatever. She's not going to be in labor long. Right. Like that is how it was kind of. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Robert was the high school love. Right. Should I say his last name? No. Just no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, you see, this is the weird thing. I don't care at all. Uh, I'm like, look, I guess I'm looking out for like people being mad. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm very aware of that. I mean, but these are like positive. If Kim yeah. Ray finds out that I had a crush on her or something, great. great. I don't care. Tol- yeah. I actually called out yeah. a high school crush on, oh, on Nightly Pop, uh-huh. which is still E, but I had a high school friend be like, you said Pat just yeah. put his full name. I was like, 
Yeah, yeah we but, think we're speaking into it and we're really not. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't and I continue I will continue to just have that lesson be taught to me over and over. We will learn it eventually. But I with like a in, lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I believe in holding people accountable. Yeah. So like, you know, ask me who my childhood bully was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Like, oh, I would actually love to do a little Facebook search on the like the bullies because I don't think we'll ever forget their names. No, I know. Um, who? Okay, so what happened after high school? Okay, so after high and was school, Robert all your first like H yeah, J B J? Totally. Yeah, he was my first everything, and we were together. Oh my god! Wow, I miss Robert. No, I'm just <laughs> what is Robert up to? My no. first everything. But we were like, yeah, kind of like super serious, like whole senior year of high school then I went off to college to go again play water polo <laughs> at a high level <laughs> and then, at a and lesbian sta- level yeah and say. we like stayed together for the first month was he still in high school no no okay. he was also going to college and then he was like it was I mean I kind of ended it shitty but I'm, I'm like forgiving little Kara but he was gonna like come visit me in like October and I was like I don't want to you know it's just like not making sense that. I'm in New York you're in like Wisconsin so then we broke up and then all throughout college I just like would occasionally um I didn't ever really have like another boyfriend I would like occasionally kind of pursue like random really kind of like nasty I wish I, everyone like could see really, face. It just, it's been contorted as like she really, really dark like trying to just like I, I was trying you know I like tried to like sleep with a bunch of guys and like see if that felt like anything and like guys never really were that you, they didn't do into it for me. you and they weren't that into me it's like kind of you know I don't know like I always liked like really kind of like hot like petite Italian guys you know and then I'm like this like beast like they don't want to be with me like you know and then like the person who would want to be with me like a big you know basketball player or some shit like that it's like we would like bro out right so it was awkward really awkward do you look for (laughs) petite Italian features in women I have dated that certainly okay yeah, yeah yeah but that's just like one of the but I'm just like I kind of always remember being like towering over all of the boys even in like third grade and being like Rocco you're really cute you know and it's like <laughs> you like they're scared of you like you literally weigh four times as much as that I'm like they don't want to be with you just like it's actually it's kind of sad but um, no it's so cute it's yeah very cute but I tried like during call I mean I I definitely tried like for tried for yourself or tried for the people around you maybe both i mean like the water pole team was kind of fratty like it was Mm. kind of like very yeah it was like like frat vibes so fuck them and leave them yeah well it was just like the basically it was like being on a team of all these buff ass like girls from texas that just beat the shit out of me every day for a year you know and then like they would just like play hard and they drink hard and everyone's like, you know, like fucking and yeah. like crushing cans and wow. that kind of thing. So it's like, maybe you want to, I don't, I don't know. I Wait, think a lot of lesbians on that team. Nobody was out, but I was called and I like have a joke about this, but like I was endowed with the nickname Dyke on my first day of practice, my freshman year of college. Ooh, ads. You already know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it again. Leave a rating, leave review, sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com slash tower bottom. 
I can just get in here, get into this, this, this warm, fuzzy tower bottom community, gay, straight, top, bottom, verse, asexual. We are all tower bottoms here. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. So everyone like called it out right away. They're like, Dyke. And I'm like, no. In like a negative way? A mean, oh, super negative way. Yeah, it was not a compliment. <sighs> I know. This and is- it's weird because I didn't go to college in the 60s. Like yeah. I'm actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because it I'm 16. It was the late 2000s. <laughs> yeah, like literally. <laughs> yeah, like it's not like, ooh, it's not that. Um, it's in really New not York. that far back. I know. Yeah, no, it was just kind of like, so maybe it was that. Maybe it was me trying to prove to them like, I'm not a dyke, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to sleep with this, like, random guy, and, like, no one's buying it. Yeah. And you you weren't selling it either. No, I was not. I was going (laughs) to see, I could see, first of all, fuck anyone who feels the need to tell you your sexuality. I know. Because even if they, like, spot it, it's like, it's none of your business. Stop. And you're trying to be, make it a mean thing. It was, yeah, it was not meant in any kind of good-natured way. No, it was meant in the way that, like, at my high school where it's like you're getting yeah like derogatory 100 percent. Wow. yeah yeah but wow. now i own it yeah and now are there lesbians on that team looking back do you know i think there were a couple there's a couple of bi girls for sure i don't know if there were any full lesbos but i wouldn't be surprised if i'm not the only one who yeah. ends up divorced from a man who came out <gasps> oh of that God, team. i forgot <laughs> we were edging towards that okay so wait your your husband did you right. meet him in college i met him yeah i met him at the very end of my junior year and i and he was like seven years older and like fully a lawyer and living in manhattan and i was like still in school and i was like working in the city so i would commute into the city and nanny and stuff like okay. that but i remember specifically rescheduling our first date because he suggested a bar and i was turning 21 three days later stop mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I was a junior. How did you find each other? Honestly, okay, Cupid. Really? <laughs> Which is also so embarrassing. No. Yes, it is. Okay. It's, I don't have an issue with online, but I'm saying for that, you know. I've never found anyone good on okay, mm-hmm. Cupid, but I definitely used it like for sure. around that time period. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just fully that, like, and then kind of like met and like, fell in love and I was like I still have to finish college like I had like a semester left um and you okay looking back the feeling you felt mm -hmm. for him was love I absolutely loved him and like it we were totally in love and like it was actually a really healthy like good solid relationship for like a while wow yeah it's kind of so wait you dated mm -hmm. freshly 21 right when did it get serious? I'm kind right of away. right away. Okay. Yeah. And then I like graduated and then like moved in with him like after I graduated and then like. So yeah. dorm life to his. Well, I was, no, I was living like a, 
I was like living in a weird, like I was living with like a married couple in Astoria. Oh, okay. And this like weird rented out sure. back room, like more like, um, what's it called? More like an au pair who like still had the visa, but was fired from their job. Yeah. Sort of that level. Yeah. yeah. I'm familiar. <laughs> a lot of them get murdered on crime podcasts. Yeah. You know what I realized in that? Uh, yeah. That first apartment in New York city, like I remember moving in and, and it ended very terribly that apartment. And I remember the guy, there was just like this little mattress left on the floor and I was like, Oh, and he said something about this 19 year old girl who lived there from Brazil. And I didn't even clock. Cause I was yeah. 19, you know, and yeah, like, like I didn't yeah. even clock it. Like, oh, she's and then a couple months later, yeah, when I was like, oh, this is a nightmare. I have to get out of here. And when I was the one packing up my bags, you know, when they weren't home to just leave and, okay, fuck the deposit. I don't care. It's like, huh. Okay. Wow. Mm. You've lived quite a life. I really have lived many lives. Wait, so, okay. So it got <laughs> serious. You moved in with him. And then right. how long were you living together before you um, got, got engaged? engaged? Maybe a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, and again, like, hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. When you look back, were you like, oh yeah, I wanted to get married to him. Yeah, I okay. think so. I think that I, um, I think that I realized like I definitely loved him and wanted to be with him. And I think I felt like surprised that that was where maybe my life was going. Cause before I met him, I was like, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to go move to California and live with my friend. And mm-hmm. that we like worked at this weird camp together. And then I kind of went into this like, sort of housewife like kind of very different path because he was a lot older and like more established and um in manhattan yeah and so it was really like yeah it's like i graduate college i don't know what the hell i want to do i do know at some point i want to get married at some point i want to have a family i want to and he's like a really really good guy yeah he's really good to me and his family's really good to me and like okay maybe i just figured that part out first Instead of figuring out the, because yeah, I didn't know what I, I wanted to do. What did you study in college? Psychology. Okay. Yeah. So you I was like, going to be a performer. No, I was like a case manager at like a nonprofit. Like I was working with like little kids, like they were in the you system are... and shit. Also, yeah. for those of you who can't see, she's in fully tie dyed overalls. <laughs> like you're such like an interesting amalgamation of like different people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you got you got engaged, right? Got and engaged. Then you got married when you were twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Twenty three. Twenty. Like I was young. I was really young. But yeah. But all of that like didn't make sense. But I think I wasn't. I yeah. I just wasn't questioning it. And like I've never been like I don't have a relationship like super close with my family. And I was I've kind of been on my own for a while. And since so coming out or no before like before since college. That. Yeah. And so I think that I just kind of was like drawn to like this person that was very stable like emotionally um logistically financially all these things and i think that was really probably the number one thing i needed i just saw a tiktok Mm -hmm. about everyone needs at least one tether Mm -hmm. and that's a person that like you know loves you unconditionally yeah and if you don't have a tether usually it's a mom or dad yeah you've you're in a low state of panic all the time totally so it sounds like he was like maybe a tether it was it was absolutely that and and like i said like he was so good to me and that's kind of this whole like catch 22 or like the sad part of this double-edged sword is like 
had I not met him and been with him for a few years and my nervous system finally like relaxed and I finally kind of was loved and treated really well by all these people and like totally embraced that is kind of what allowed me to sort of like relax and then kind of blossom and figure it out wow so had that not happened right you know but then of course then it's sad because it's like he gave me that but then we got but that's also life you know and yeah. people figure shit out all the time and they're always changing and wow yeah wow okay yeah. so how long were you married um like two years oh my God. yeah it wasn't that long and that's kind of long uh, as a someone who has commitment <laughs> right stuff, that's very long yeah and but it was um yeah it kind of all coincided like we had moved up to canada into Toronto we went from New York to Toronto that's right yeah and then I was like going to grad school because I didn't I just got married I went to grad school I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do I hated it I was like I do not want to be a teacher this sucks and then I started take I took a class at Second City and I loved it and then I was doing that for a few months getting really happy and then I was around like I know it sounds insane to say that I wasn't around a lot of gay people until I went to Canada because I lived in New York for five years but when you're really straight and really committed to that, I mean, I'm friends with a lot of straight people. I'm their only gay friend. Right. And so you really are in a different world. You're just not even aware. You're not, it's, I I think most people, they're not trying to like, uh, only hang out with straight people or only do that. I think they just, they don't even realize that this whole world exists because it's not their world. So it was really only when I went to Toronto, started hanging out with comics was around all of these very openly queer people that that's when it, finally when i finally realized it wow Mm -hmm. Uh, you were like literally doing like an improv bit and like you're like i'm a lesbian yeah (laughs) yeah no it was actually a weed brownie that was the first time Mm -hmm. was the first time you'd ever done weed uh no okay no it was the first time i don't even know why it was that night no but i remember being at like a friend's um birthday party with my ex-husband and i ate a huge crazy strong weed brownie edible and was just sitting there sinking into a chair and then literally after an hour i was like i think i'm gay and then i had never had that thought ever ever in my entire life and then i took that thought and i shoved it back down oh you know for another like i don't know six months or something like wow because of course the threat was like oh well I knew as soon as I knew that it's like, well, then this is I'm then everything is going to be gone. Wow. Right. Like because you were still married at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And like happy to get, you know, and all these things and like, yeah. And so then I kind of shoved it back down. And then eventually I like kind of had a moment with my it's it's really hard. And like I felt crazy. I was like, oh, I had I thought I already had figured this. Yeah part out yeah and now i'm like a 14 year old i'm like googling like how do you know if you're gay i was like googling like women who are married and like find out they're gay and like i was secretly reading all these books and like just trying to figure out if there was any way that this could like work and all this stuff and then yeah and then eventually i was like i have to just tell him because he deserves to know did you tell him before you acted on it physically oh yeah okay yeah the only the like only like secrecy was me trying to just figure it out and not know and like yeah reading articles like after yeah. he had gone to bed or like things like that but then i definitely felt like once i knew for sure i was like i just i have to tell him and he like deserves to know yeah the truth and so then yeah then were I told things him. okay between you otherwise for the most part i will say that there was some tension honestly because of comedy <laughs> 
<laughs> and like, but it's honestly, true. I'm gonna I'm gonna side with him. No, right, it, off, right off the gate. No, I I 100. I don't blame him yeah. at all. But um, no, the tension was from doing comedy and you know it was kind of like this tension of like this is not kind of what i signed up for because yeah. it, it was literally we're talking like the plan was like okay you're gonna go to grad school and then you're gonna stop taking birth control your second year of grad school so that we can start trying to get you pregnant and then you'll get your master's and you won't use it for 10 years because you're gonna stay home with however many kids that we decide to have and i'll work and take care of us and all this shit and that and so it was like it was that close. It was me taking the class after the first year and then coming back in the fall when I was supposed to stop taking birth control. And I was like, I kind of want to try this comedy thing out a little bit. I, I kind of want to see where it goes before I, yeah, before we like have, have kids and then saw where it goes. And then, then I realized it. And so, yeah. Did you get your master's? I did. Nice. Yeah. I am qualified to teach uh, K through eight in Ontario. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really if anyone applicable. needs that yeah. reach out oh my God, I was really bad at it though like really? actually yeah I mean Teaching's I'm crazy I'm good with kids but I wasn't good with like kind of all the Conveying sort of information structure yeah. teaching um yeah kind of all Punishing. the parts yeah I would more kind of play like get in trouble from the student teacher do you still want kids I think I could imagine myself having like one child at, at the point in my career that For six is hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, well, because part of me feels like I, I think I could not have kids and be totally happy and totally fine with that. And I have friends who have children who I love very much. And I'm like, you know, if I really want, I could be a lot more involved in their lives. There's no reason yeah. that I couldn't go to every birthday and every big play. Yeah. And, you know, or I could see myself having maybe like one kid if I like at a, you know, when like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler had kids, like they already had Parks and Rec wow. like that. They, you know, they'd already done SNL. They had Parks and Rec. They've got money. They can. And yeah. That's when they have their kid. So I could do that. But I, not now. I definitely would need to have Parks and Rec money. Big, 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 big ever consider. No, there needs to be a huge buffer huge. because the money is going to make up for my like huge deficits as yeah. a yeah as a as I'm, I'm on a veil for a commercial babe i can't come to the recital <laughs> i don't want to do that i don't want to be that like i i, I don't want to have a kid and i have to tell them that like i want to be able to not so be worried about true no okay yeah <laughs> no i know yeah. but it's like but it's like don't if, break the cycle keep recreating yeah, it. I mean, yeah, yeah make yeah. it your own right right <laughs> no i just like i i would never i don't want to ever turn down work no, at least not at this same. point. I love it. Too no, much. exactly. And that's all that I'm consumed by and yeah. all that I'm focusing on. And I, the last thing I would want to do is bring a child into the world or have a child and, um, and then be not amazing Yeah, and not give them everything. Yep. So, um, emotionally and all these because you might fuck well. up them and deplete yourself. Right. And then like, and then who what? is this for? Exactly. Yeah. I definitely feel no obligation. And I think that's one of the nice things about kind of being queer is like people don't even think that we can have families. So right. we have to fight a lot harder for them. And the, that's just getting the pressure's really off. To, um, you know? As a gay man, you have to fill out several pieces of paperwork. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, there's a. I don't have that in me. No. 
No, I barely like I try once. Like when I have to do something administrative, like I will do one <laughs> attempt. And then if there's through, anything like, that's back where they're like, you have to send to us be. this, I'm like, and I don't take that medicine anymore. <laughs> you know, like and I don't actually need to have I, no, you know, good, air, actually. Yeah, heat and AC. Like I I don't know. <laughs> I, I re- my tolerance for like those kinds of things. Sure. Like if I have to make a call and be administrative on administrative work. I'm just not gonna take the trip. I just will stay home. If I have to rebook it, that's not something I can do. <laughs> there is something I, so I had made a point appointment with spectrum today, which is like internet provider mm-hmm. for, to go into the store and like talk some things oh, out. Oh, okay. When I tell you, so <laughs> you ten, have to talk I, <laughs> I had to make it in person. I just talk it out. It just, okay. About my relationship. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with yeah. cable. Um, no, it was like it, basically my bill changed and it's like my roommate's account from years mm-hmm. ago. And I wanted to like, get it switched over. Right. Because it was like, I don't want to enter his easy. email. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I go, 10 a.m. appointment, they open at 10 a.m. The doors are locked. No. no one's there. They don't care. I was like, what? I waited 22 minutes. No one mm-hmm. came to the store mm-hmm. to open it. Right. And I'm like. And then the 1030 appointment shows up and yeah, the employees li- show up and you're shit out of luck. Yeah. The mm-hmm. 1030 person did come <laughs> and um, still no one was there to open the store. Yeah. So I was like, they're not, I don't think they're here. No, I don't it think just, so. Yeah, but but I'm I don't know if I'll ever try again. No, I don't think you will either. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see why you would. It's not. It's like I'll on pay, to the I'll next. Pay, I'll pay the more money. I'll pay the yeah. bill that they're sending now. Yeah, they wore me down. It's kind of well. It's kind of like that. I, I've seen like a lot of tweets about it or memes about it, where it's like I'm either gonna text you back ten seconds later or in six business days because <laughs> it's not because I don't care. It's just like. All the things that come yeah. up in the next thing yeah. you're dealing with and you just forget. Mm-hmm. Like I open it up to respond and then like I forget until I or I'm driving circle back around to the next. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, when I go to pick up my phone to text someone mm-hmm. and I open six apps. Yes. And then put my phone down. Right. Not having sent. Correct. The text. Yeah. So All good day. luck. All day. Honestly, good luck out the, there. Yeah. It's not, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not personal. It's not easy. It's not personal at all. You yeah. know? Um, yeah. That's amazing. Wait, okay. So you're gay in Ontario. I'm gay in Ontario. <laughs> I'm in Toronto. Let's, be, let's at least say Toronto. Because if you say I'm gay in Ontario, it's like I wasn't in like a field in Kingston. Like I, I, I you there in a were canoe, like people like a, around. A boat. Like it's pretty, you know, it's very much probably, you know. Toronto. Yeah, exactly. The New York of That's right. Canada. That's exactly right. Um, I actually, I was only in Toronto for like two days, but I loved it. I loved Toronto. I walked home from a hookup at like 3.30 in the morning. You're Never safe. felt safer in my you life. You are safe. I think I literally passed an old couple holding hands and walking. Yeah. It's, it's like, I don't know if you just murdered someone, but you seem safe right now. They didn't. No, they would give you a ride. Like, um, had you asked, like, it's very, it is actually kind of idyllic. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I know. Um, so, okay. Yeah. So you're gay in Toronto. I'm gay in Toronto. Mm-hmm. What was that like? So... It was messy. Did you move um, out of your... Yes. Okay. So I moved out. Like, we lived together maybe, like, a month or two after that, which was, quite frankly, awkward. Yeah. Um, and we, like, are, you know, kind of... The divorce, like, happened kind of quick. And, like, obviously, one of the advantages, I guess, of being married to a lawyer. Um, so <laughs> I was like, whoa, all right. And, you know, We're like, done. it was... Yeah. So then I moved into um, an absolute shithole uh, basement apartment. Did and, you get anything from uh, the divorce? I mean, we didn't really have that much because 
he was like making a lot of money, but had went to law school in America. Yeah, so when I met it. him, he had a ton. Of, yeah. And so, I mean, it was pretty it was very painful. But that like actual sort of dividing of like assets was basically just like, cool, we have like a 2007 Ford Escape. Right. I'm going to buy you out of that. Right. And um, have a great day. Like they're totally. what we didn't own anything. We didn't have kids like we didn't. I certainly don't have any money and never yeah. did. And so there, yeah, it was pretty like, wow. yeah. So you moved into a shithole? I moved into a little shithole and with my dog. And then, um, yeah. And I was like pretty much kind of emotionally like, you know, 14. Like it was very much like kind of starting over. Very Were you adolescent. happy though? I was terrified. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was, I was happy that I chose, but it, there was never like a, uh, like a choice like once i knew i was like, like well, and that's fuck. it this is what i'm doing and like so yeah but then pretty soon like but the first like few months certainly were a little um rocky because i truly had no idea it's like wow to realize that you didn't even know this huge part of yourself and i know nothing about it mm -hmm. and i'm like okay so now i'm just like this weird even more i've felt awkward my whole life now i'm like this weird awkward person who like is so behind yeah. and I'm divorced now and like all this stuff and so yeah you just had a lot to learn I had a lot to learn and I still do <laughs> but I learned a lot I definitely took my um assignment seriously <laughs> you had a like lesbian notebook you're like so out of control for the I mean wait what does out of control years. look like? like I mean just like dates having sex with everyone really oh yeah <gasps> well like for well first it was now like we're getting right that. it was kind of like uh, like one awkward like hookup like the first person that i ever like the first woman i ever hooked up with like i had been divorced and moved out of my house for like i don't know three days <gasps> and her dad had like died honestly it felt like that morning um that so we were both just like total raw nerves yeah uh, car crashes and like that and then I got a girlfriend kind of like I think I think that it was so it's like I can't change everything about my life. I think I was comfortable like being in a relationship sure and so I had like a girlfriend for a while but then the really the craziness happened honestly kind of like happened this weird reverse order after we broke up then I went like insane for two years and just had every kind of relationship every kind of sexual experience like so sloppy so and unfortunately for me because this is where i still live that occurred in la so now anytime i go to any queer event it's like you walking see. into a fucking graveyard i have like <laughs> eight x's at any place and you know what it's not that big this city is big no not if you're a lesbian totally and so everybody knows each other everybody has dated each other and it truly is that so unfortunately for me i did my like very sloppy kind of like fuckboy phase that lasted a while that happened here where I want to live for a long time. How long ago now? Uh, it's, it's been like, yeah, maybe the last like two or three years. Oh, you're just coming out of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> mm -hmm. Wait, any highlights, any lowlights? So many. I mean. Any that stick out in your mind? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> highlight or lowlight? <laughs> Let's do one of each. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I got myself into trouble a lot because it turns out I'm not actually... I'm actually a very sexual person, and so that's fascinating. Yeah, and, and you're like, oh, this is what yeah, people are talking about. Yeah, because it's like you try to convince yourself you have something wrong with you, basically, mm -hmm. and like, um, yeah. So I think that I, 
I just have been sloppy. I will say that. And, you know, I always did have good intentions, but I often, it didn't always kind of work out like that. Were you that. like the other woman? I was everything. I mean, I was in polycules. I was like doing everything, but I just never seemed to shy away from like a, an opportunity to make something like really messy. Like I have like a <laughs> habit of like having threesomes where like one per I've had several threesomes where it's almost always me and the current person I'm with and either their ex or my ex. <gasps> <laughs> that just sounds horrible. And maybe with guys, maybe, but not even that, but it's like with women, you're not, are you joking? A, and, but I didn't, I, Yeah. you know, and you never, you didn't learn. No, I did not. That lesson, I just kept, I was like, this, this seems like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and just kept doing it, like, over and over, like, yeah. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. And so, are you out of your fuckboy phase, or are you just, like, yeah. proudly sexual? And- yeah, no, I am, like, definitely, like, very sex positive, and, like... Do you have a girlfriend um, right now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but I'm, uh, it's, like, kind of finally sort of... Uh, incorporated it's all kind of like come together so I've kind of settled down and like realized like what parts of that I actually liked and what I like is the like the ownership and the freedom to just be like I want to fuck this person I'm an adult consenting adult you're a consenting adult I think you're hot great like let's do this and it doesn't have to mean yep anything beyond that not everyone feels that way that's another lesson that I um have learned are you and your partner uh, open we're not open, but we're like, um, you know, we'll we'll play with others. It depends on the person, though. Sure. Because uh, there's definitely like, there's definitely, you know, things that I'm a lot more like hesitant about now. But yeah, not like full. We're not like in like a full. I've I have done that, though. Like yeah. the fully like Woo. paramours and this. Yeah. And, yeah. Like. So I just think open is the future. I'm really pushing that agenda. I a hundred percent agree. And I think that like, um, yeah, I think that that is like that ebbs and flows and that's philosophically. I feel like that as well. It's like people are going to change. And like, if you, I think it's only foolish to think that like, Oh, I'm happy with our situation right now. And so I want to be like this exactly. Forever. And so like, let me hold on to it. It's like, that's not, not. realistic. And no. that might make you feel better, but when it be better if it was like we actually really just like you love each other yeah. and, and kept choosing each comes. other yeah, yeah. and yeah. not be it's it's just it feels childish yes to be like you forever and mm-hmm. only you it's like right at some point they start to really feel like family yeah like you know yeah. them too well yeah I think, I think so you know I think so certainly from like the sexual aspect like I I, I understand not ev- everyone not wanting to be in like a fully like non-monogamous like having several partners and relationships that's not for everybody but i think sexually yeah that um having a lot of like openness yeah towards that you're on vacation get, go get jerked off exactly by the, by the person in the hot tub exactly exactly have, have your little thrill come back to me totally tell me about it yeah and i think it's it's also like a lie that we tell ourselves where we think if we hold someone really really tightly you know because our worst fear is that they're going to cheat but what's the fear under that it's that they're going to cheat and that they would choose that person yep. and not come back and it's like i think we push people away because we Holding try too tight. to just control them or and it's not yeah it doesn't feel good 
for anybody. Because the fact of the matter is, you and I could be married for 30 years, and at any point, I could go cheat. I could yeah. leave you. It doesn't matter if we have five kids. It doesn't no. matter if we have all this shit. People do it all the fucking time. So you do want your spot to be blown up that way, or do you want to at least have like honesty about it? Absolutely. Also, like, yeah. like you said... You may be in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. Most people cheat eventually at I some know. point. So it's like, yeah, okay, right. would you rather get ahead of this? Yeah, exactly. And like having some openness to that, like that, maybe that's uncomfortable to hear your partner say, like, I want to have this type of sexual experience. And maybe it'll be something that we do together and maybe it won't. Yeah. But, um, but you should have it. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, like, I don't want to be the reason that you're not having the experiences you want to have, that sounds like a great way for you to resent Especially me. Especially when the heat wave comes and we I all know. melt to the earth. Like you're going to be like, I'm glad I didn't suck off that yeah. flight attendant. No. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I, I'm totally on the same page. I think everything kind of should be just like on a spectrum. Yeah. And like there should be a lot more freedom and then people could just do what they want to do. Yeah. Okay. Let's play a round of hot or not. <laughs> I'm going to say topics like sexual topics and you tell me if you find them hot or not. Okay. I'm hoping that I don't embarrass myself and not know. And you're like, did you come from a bunker? No, I, (laughs) I am learning constantly about, about things. All right. Um, PDA. Um, hot. I think it can be hot for the people doing it or the people. Well, I guess. Okay. Seeing it. Is that hot? Mm, not typically. Being it. Being the PDA. Not typically. Okay. So I guess I don't think you it's don't hot. You think it's hot. <laughs> I was going to say fascinating already on the first one. Hot. But not really. No, actually. Yeah. I guess it's hot in the sense of not in any of the scenarios that you can name as an example. <laughs> but yeah. No, I guess not then. Yeah. I just, I, I personally think there's kind of a line mm-hmm. and you know when it's crossed, but you have to see it before you can like make the assessment. Right. You know what I mean, like a little peck is very yeah. cute. But, but any, like, but can I say a caveat? Any gay person doing anything, <gasps> I am all for. Same. I want to see a guy. Same. Raw, when I come to West Hot, I want someone, I want to see somebody being raw dogged in an alley <laughs> or I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm not interested. Um, Take up space, boys. Like that. So that so, I'm not turned on, but I'm in like a reclaiming. Like, yeah, I am yes. that when I see two guys or girls holding hands yes. at like the Grove yeah. or the Americana, somewhere where like, you know that mm-hmm. get your gay on it. Yes, spread it around. So maybe that. Yeah. Okay. okay we so I think it we do out. like so we do it. Like- <laughs> if, if queer people are doing it, we like it. Yeah, but I'm like heterophobic like totally. i don't want to see like straight well, we've like seen enough. so yeah we've seen enough i have seen enough now you your Sit turn fuck down yes yes okay, um good. group sex hot okay mm-hmm. you said that with a lot of certainty yes so it's like are you like a burning man person i'm not a burning man person but i am like a berlin sex club <gasps> person have you been to those mm-hmm. oh wow. like that's fun to me damn you see this is the thing i fucking suck at this job i <laughs> <laughs> it's a sex podcast and you've been to like sex clubs in Berlin and right. somehow in the hour I've been talking to you I haven't gotten to that part crazy yeah so that's hot to me like being around a lot of people like that's not PDA though but like no, being around a bunch of like public really hot horny gays who are all fucking around me hell yeah doggy so yeah. exhibitionism is a big thing like you or yeah, voyeurism I guess maybe a little bit of both like I, I but it's like that it is insular like it's private like yeah. the people that are choosing to be there like I yes of course and like who I, I'm you know I'm very particular like it, it's like a queer 
this, 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 you know, like Curated. all those kinds of things. Yeah. But um, once I'm in there and like can actually feel safe, like that's very fun. I'm still a little nervous about sex parties and like yeah. sex clubs. It seems daunting. It, I think it is daunting. But I think if you go in with like really no expectations but if you go in and you're like with your partner and you're like if i squeeze your hand that means that we're leaving if i give you this look like don't have too much fun or i'm gonna like then that's not fun at all that's not fun in any way but i've like it's it can be very fun to just like go and feel like yes like this is the future this is who i want to be around like people that are open and that. you should do a type a person at a sex party <laughs> as a character so scary that's funny yeah you really made me uncomfortable really, like dark energy <sighs> yeah yeah people like that's such a buzzkill though totally and um i think i mean again not to be too hard on that but i think like a lot of like straight couples you know like they'll have those really restrict and i've had Tense. these conversations yeah territorial right where it's like we would consider having a threesome, but it has to be with a girl because obviously that would be so, that would put the Horrible. guy on the defensive. He could never even, and he's not gay, so why would he want a guy to be there? And like, like that. Calm down. Calm, literally calm down. It's like, it has to be a girl. We have to kill her after mm -hmm. so she doesn't come for my man. Yeah, there's just so much insecurity. And it's like, wow, that seems really healthy. It seems like you guys really trust each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want what they have. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, okay, uh, couples therapy. Hot. Okay. Great. Yeah. I love therapy. I've been in therapy forever. It's um, good. And I am all for that. Like, why wouldn't you? It seems kind of... I have Crazy. a gay couple friend who they started going to couples therapy like mm -hmm. in the first three months yeah. just to get into the swing of it. That's sort of. type A. Yeah. That's it's type micromanaging the, for sure. Which one's the Capricorn? Which one's the Virgo? <laughs> See, <laughs> like so intense. I don't. What sign are you? I'm a Taurus. I'm a Libra. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Oh. Yeah. I'm a Libra rising. Yeah. Okay. So you're like more easygoing. You want like everyone to get along yes. and like. And when they don't, that's uncomfortable for me. Yeah. And that's when, uh, you know, it's time to peace out. <laughs> sex party. I lose my erection. <laughs> that is when it gets soft around here. Yeah. No, but couples therapy is great. I mean, I would be in it all the time if it's more like a resource thing, I sure. think, at this point. But anybody that's like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend, like, it's been really hard, but he um, he he'll, he refuses. He doesn't believe in it. I'm like, I Leave don't him. believe in you. Leave him. That's so scary. Leave him. Yeah. It, it's such a red flag for someone to be I, like. I can't think of a bigger one, honestly, that someone like, would be like, why? Do why? You, why do you not? Why do you not want to talk? Right. Or be honest or yeah. have someone that's going to hold you accountable. Exactly. So that's kind of scary to that's me. It. I'm just so mm -hmm. not that person that I no. can't get my head. I can't get inside their head. Right. I can only because I've experienced it of like dating so many of those people because I like to punish myself. So yeah, I often yeah, yeah. choose people you that should. are Keep doing horrible. That. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, couples therapy is very hot. Uh, come. Not hot to me. Okay. Yeah. I was going, I was really yeah. going out on a limb. No. But like, sometimes people are randomly like, right. it's so fun yeah yeah no i mean i want you i like godspeed like i wish you and like every person that like the is cum yeah like yeah. actual like the physical but like squirting okay now we're talking. squirting yeah hot. that's hot can you tell me what squirting is is there a big debate i think there's definitely debate i don't feel that i can speak on that knowledgeably i don't know is it like a little bit of 
a little pee, pee a little, or water, little this, a little bit of that. Or, but like girls come, like things come out. You okay. Know? So it's there's some kind of liquid, but I I don't know as much about that. See, I'm I love. I feel better when I hear. Yeah. A vagina owner doesn't. Right. Also doesn't know. Right. Yeah, I don't really know. I know that like I've seen it, you know, in porn and different things like that. And like, I'm not really, I think being that scientific about it, I'm just, I'm like, just yes, like, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not like, hmm, I wonder where that actually comes from. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you take a, a sample, you're yeah, like, I'm going to wow. take this to the you're, lab. It really got me thinking. Yeah, I don't care. Like, it's just, <laughs> okay, pee on me, go for it. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Rough sex depends okay i don't i do not maybe not hot to me like i know i don't like to be slapped around or like really like thrown you're around not the sub you're like the dom i'm not really either, either i would not like if if i was fucking someone and they were like hit me i don't think i could right you're like i don't know my motivation i yeah like, like i don't want to be hurt mean. you like yeah. just to like if you want it but even if it was for their pleasure like so I think for me it's but it's not not hot but sure. it's not something that I That's okay. really engage You're in. You're not everyone I maybe need to redo this mm-hmm. sex section because people are so afraid of yucking other people's yum. Right. But it's like truly just like what you find hot. Yeah, I don't find it yeah, I don't like to feel I know that that's not what it is and I know that that or maybe it is for some people but like I am very easily triggered of somebody being kind of like anything that's towing around violence sure. or like hurting someone. And so it just makes me feel scared. Yeah, you're like, why are we going? Yeah. Why are we going here? Right. right. Um, sex outdoors. Um, I think it could be hot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I am a tourist, so I would prefer like a clean bed in a climate controlled oh my god room i think the i think the idea of having yeah. sex outside is really hot sure but i think in, in practice, practice like on the beach and all this and you're sand, worried that some weird splinters pers- no i know it never really pans out yeah but again if you're really wealthy and you have a huge and you have all this land sure <laughs> and you could sort of like manufacture these like weird that's the sex yeah Field. that's our sex field <laughs> in the distance you see two people like burr, yeah burr, burr, burr. i would not have a kid until i have enough money to have, <laughs> have a, a sex field, field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um that's the key okay the last thing is okay. what is a piece of advice you'd give young kara mm. before she began her like sexual journey my gay sexual journey or just i mean my journey honestly if you go back to like young like maybe mm. 10 12 14 whatever oh hmm i mean I think I think I know what what I would want to convey. I don't even know what the advice, the proper advice would be because mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that I have like any answers about it yet, but I wish that there was something that I could do that could have lifted some of the the shame around it. Something where it's like more kind of like it's okay, yeah. like be easy and like whatever you want to do is okay. Yeah, some definitely like would want to apply some kind of gentleness in that direction um because i think like shame is so hard to shake and it's just like in our little bodies and i'm like i'm still i go to emdr you know and yeah. it's like trying to rewire that shit so i think that um if some of that if some of those layers could have been taken off you know that would be kind of nice i love that that's yeah. honestly the the underlying 
a goal for this podcast mm. is just to make sex more conversational. Yeah. So it's not so like, you know, like Cause it really is. And like, it comes up for me. So, you know, even in like little conversations where sometimes like I'll kind of fancy myself to be very sex positive And I, I know that I really am intellectually and, and practicing sure. that. But sometimes even with friends, you know, someone will catch me off guard and ask me a question. And I really do get, kind of I can get really nervous or shut down a little bit or because it's just it's like my body being primed to like react of course like uh, yeah and that like sucks totally so to not have to do undoing it would be nice it's like you're gonna still fuck up and you're gonna have things that you regret but like to not come into it with your shoulders like at your ears totally would be really nice for people and our shoulders are gonna get lower and lower the more we step into those like uncomfortable spaces yeah and then you realize like oh actually everyone does feel that like if we were just if you know oh tell me about experience that you had that really made you feel like oh fuck i shouldn't have acted like that or i'm so embarrassed about that no one like no one no one's free free of that that. no yeah exactly so i think that and then that makes other people feel like oh yeah like not alone because we're all like going around trying to act like i have this all fake like what and it's very egotistical yes it's like everyone's thinking about that time i did that thing yeah no No. you just you exactly so you can like free yourself but easier said than done yeah um where can people find you oh god um i live at Twelve eighteen yeah, North Havenhurst, right next door. Yeah, um, I would say I'm like most active on Instagram, mm-hmm. Instagram.com. You know, Caracons comedy. I Caracons uh, Caracons comedy. comedy. Yeah, I um, on the other platforms, you know, like tiktok is where i kind of get my ego checked and it's really it's really good for me interesting yeah so that's where i have it well like i'm gonna delete it when i have 100 followers oh you know so i'll be like (laughs) like that like interesting yes i'm not on like i just don't it's hard to get followers on tiktok i haven't really tried though like i think i really try to like i like am very into the the integram instagram space and like that's I feel like where, where I've your time. been yep. and yeah. And so I, I like, there's always like, Oh, well you should, why are you not writing a joke a day on Twitter? And it's like, cause I don't want to, it's not oh. going to be funny if it's like, yeah, it's supposed to actually be fun. I didn't actually like become a comedian because I wanted to be told Twitter to literally has become like, something that i kind of like dread because mm-hmm. it's like you will think that something's funny and then it, it'll get seven likes and you're like well now i feel like a, a bag of shit yeah. yeah so it's not yeah so instagram instagram is where okay caracon's comedy that's where I, yeah that's where i keep it real thank you for doing this <laughs> <laughs> i'll cut i'll cut out that last part don't worry no please don't. i'm gonna leave it <laughs> thank you